Sometimes in the church world, we can pretend come like on, we've come got on. everything together spiritually. Yep. And so therefore everything else should just be okay. And that's not the case. Yeah. And, and in fact, what you find is it's actually impossible to be mm. in an incredibly healthy place spiritually and mature spiritually if we're immature emotionally. Welcome to the Hope in Real Life podcast with Jason Gore. Our team is passionate and committed to bringing you more hope in the everyday, real areas of your life. If this conversation and content is valuable for you, please do us a favor. Like, subscribe, and even share. You never know how valuable it could be to share a little bit of hope with someone else. Let's get the conversation started. Hey, welcome to another episode of Hope in Real Life podcast with Jason Gore. What episode is this? I mean, we're, we're a long ways in now, right? This is episode... It's number two. Number two. Number two. Okay, we're in. We're in. Okay, you're not deep in the archives yet. Here we go. But thank you for joining us for episode two. Uh, this is the place for everybody to find a little bit of hope. And, um, in real life. Yes. Yep. Jason, I'm so excited about today's topic. Gosh, um, it's a big one. It is. It is. And I think for a lot of people, it has been one that has been off limits, right. particularly in churches, right? right. Um, yeah. But this is a foundational thing that I believe will impact your entire life. And moment of transparency, uh, you are actually, I would probably say one of the biggest influences on my life in this area mm. of seeing how important it is for my overall health. Yeah. And so uh, just being able to talk about being mentally, emotionally, spiritually healthy is huge. And so I want to first start with you in this question. Why is this such an important topic to you? Yeah, man. Um, so we're talking about how to mentally healthy emotionally healthy, spiritually mm -hmm. healthy. You know, I'll even, I know it's not on the mesh when you use, right? But I'll mm -hmm. even put physically healthy on there. Yes, yes. But the reality is, if we're not healthy in life, then we, we're not taking care of ourselves. We have no ability to really care for others around us. Mm -hmm. And you know, I, I know I said this in episode one, but I, I believe in my core that each of us have some deep purpose inside of us, which is ultimately to be, to be able to positively impact the world around us. Yeah. And um, if we're not in a healthy place ourselves, we have no opportunity to be able to do that really mm. for others, or we're going to at least be limited. Um, and you know, if, if we're not fulfilling that purpose, that's just going to lead to more unhealth, which then puts you in this downward spiral. Sure. And the reality is we can fake it for a while. I mean, we've, oh, yeah. we've done it ourselves. I yeah. do it, you yeah. do it. I'm sure we've all yeah. done it. But at some I like, point- I like that subtle call out right there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, I did it after I owned it for myself. But the reality is, is at the end of the day, if you're not careful, it, it will eat your lunch. Sure. And we've all seen people, That's we good. know that, you know, we can get there and we're all like way closer than we think. Yeah, it's good. When when did this first become uh, a reality for you and a priority? I don't know if those are two different things, but when did when when did that when did that happen for you in in your life? Just thinking about your own journey. Yeah, um, you know, in my so in my family background, there's some history 
of of mental health mm-hmm. uh, challenges, mm-hmm. okay, and some emotional health challenges, mm-hmm. and all these things play together, by the oh, way, yeah. right? Even into the physical health side, and um, you know, I don't know that I'm willing to jump in this early in the podcast, but I, but I've had family members, you know, that have taken their own life sure. because they weren't in an emotionally and mentally healthy place. Wow. I've seen. Um, mental health tear apart families. Mm. And I've seen people get to emotionally and mentally unhealthy places, people that I deeply care about, um, get to places of just really breaking down and making decisions that not only impacted their lives, but other people's lives as well. And at some point you see that happen enough and you think, man, I better pay close attention to this. Wow, wow. So. So for you, it was, you were looking around you seeing what was going on in the lives of people around you and saying, man, I need to get my thing together because I see the impact that this guy has. Yeah, I, I did, and I think, I think most recently it culminated in 2020 when we hit COVID. Yeah. And, um, you know, being responsible for um, a large staff, mm-hmm. um, having a family that um, mm-hmm. they have, uh, I, I can't, in my family, there's kind of a, a responsibility and a weight that I think I carry um, that, you know, requires to make sure people are, in a place where um, communicating well, loving mm-hmm. each other well, and I don't get this right all the time, but mm-hmm. you know, it, I'm, I'm at least sensitive to it mm-hmm. and feel a responsibility to it. So I just think, you know, and then I realized if I didn't start paying attention to some things mm-hmm. in my own life, I was gonna have no ability to help other people. Yeah. That whole thing, like fake it till you make it, like only works for so long. Sure. And uh, I was probably at a place where it was gonna start telling on me. Yeah. Yeah, we, I, I grew up in a, in a community, really, where we didn't talk about mental health, yeah. emotional health. Like, that was like, nah. Like, we just, right. like, you just gotta power through. You just gotta do what it is you do. And I, I I, feel like, for me, being able to be in a space where these are not just regular conversations, but encouraged to have is liberating and freeing. Yeah. And I'm, I'm seeing that from more and more people just looking around the internet. Um, and so, uh, again, I just wanna thank you for the role that you're playing in that, uh, particularly with our staff, because like you said, COVID was, man, bro, like that was, that was a doozy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot, I think a lot of people are still recovering. Yep. And, and uh, which is crazy to think like we're three years after the fact. Mm-hmm. But this is wait, this is what I've seen that happens. Like w- the one good thing that came out of that time period is, it seems like for the first time, at least in in my years on planet Earth, that it it almost became okay to say I'm not okay. That's good. You know, good. and 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 we're still hearing that regularly now. I think the challenge is, and this even has a bit to do with this podcast. It, it became comfortable and okay to say, Hey, I'm not okay. But it also seemed like it was like too easy to just be okay to stay there. That's good. And yep. and that's not good for anybody either. Yep. You know, you can only stay in that place for so long. And if we're not careful, we can find um, comfort, mm-hmm. right? And just being around other people that are also struggling. Mm-hmm. Just say, and then I just believe so many in our society right now are at a place where like, well, I guess I'm just supposed to be in an unhealthy, difficult place. Mm. And I don't believe we're supposed mm. to stay there. Mm. And so, um, yeah, that's why I'm excited about the topic. So let's start with this. How does, how does someone know if they're in an unhealthy place? Mm. Or maybe a different way to ask it, 
um, because you've mentioned this, how did you know that, hey, I'm not in the best of places at different points in my life? Yeah, you know what? So I read, um, so I'm going to recommend some resources too because I'm sure. like, I'm, I don't have all this figured out. And there's yep. some resources, some things I've stumbled across along the way and, and I brought some things here. But um, Oh, you got a library. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, look, I read, I think it was July of 2020. Okay. All right. And uh, I stumbled, you know, it might have been 2021. I stumbled across uh, this book. It's called The Hope Quotient. And it's written by a, guy, a man by the name of Ray Johnson, incredible pastor out in California and in uh, different seasons over the last few years has provided some mentoring even mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. But this book, it basically says, hey, hope is a thing in our life that um, if we get to a place where we don't have it, we're in a tough spot. Mm. And so he, he basically recognizes like hope can actually be quantified to some degree. And so you need to figure out where your levels of hope are in your life and pay attention to it. And if it gets low, then you need to be aware of what are the things that are going to bring hope back into your life and then do those things. And so he walks through it, but he basically says, man, like if you were going, if you're driving down the road on a long trip in your vehicle, you do yourself well to pay attention to where that gas needle is. Yeah. And you don't have to. Right. Right. But at the end of the day, yeah. if that needle gets too far below E, and we, oh, if you don't know, I'm one of those guys. I'll let it push sometimes. It will go a little <laughs> below E, but not for long, right? Because I've also ran out of gas before. And so, man, phenomenal resource, and it's pretty high level. It's not a real deep read, but it gives you permission to focus on yourself and to pay attention and then to do the things that you need to do to take care of yourself. And so... Uh, you know, I dug into that. That was kind of a great opportunity for me. And then I started evaluating the different areas of my life. And you mm. mentioned the mesh, like, how am I doing mentally? Yeah. How am I doing emotionally? Yeah. How am I doing spiritually? And sometimes in the church world, we can pretend Come like on. Come we've on. got everything together spiritually. Yep. And so therefore, everything else should just be okay. And that's not the case. Yeah. And, and in fact, what you find is it's actually impossible to be mm. in an incredibly healthy place spiritually and mature spiritually if we're immature emotionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, man, I just, uh, I would say you gotta actually take some time and evaluate where you are. And if you need some help with that, you know, in the show notes and whatever, you know, wherever this podcast is being listened to, we'll have that. But um, the Hope Quotient is a great resource. And then another one, which I'm sure we'll talk about before our time's over, is the Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Pete Scazzaro. Great resource. Yeah, that 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 book, I think, was kind of the thing that kicked it off for me. I think one of the things that really blessed me uh, was when you basically provided a free book for everyone on staff yeah. to, hey, spend some alone time with the Lord, day, daily devotional, and you can actually use your work time. Yeah. Not too many jobs yeah. will allow you to do that. But um, it, it, it kind of gave us all, I think, just the importance of doing that. But um, what prompted that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it's one thing to say, hey, I, I recognize this is a tough season. It's another thing to say, hey, you know what? This is so important. We're going to take these steps to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so at the end of the day, here's what I know. I believe that God has... Um, put together where we are. I'm not sure where you guys are listening to this, but we're kind of this expression of God's church here mm-hmm. in the triangle, in and around Raleigh, North Carolina, Apex, Cary, uh, Morrisville, Garner, all around the triangle. Mm-hmm. 
And I believe that God has put our church leadership together, our staff, our lay leaders, our congregation, and, and is, wants to move through us to radically change the world for good. Mm -hmm. um, but I know that if we're not in a healthy place as leaders, we're not going to be able to call other people into health. It's really difficult to lead someone to a place where you're not. That's good. That's good. And uh, so I just thought, you know what? I think we could do a whole lot worse than making sure our staff and leadership is in a healthy place. Mm -hmm. And so when we stumbled on this resource um, from Pete, which has been around for a while, but mm -hmm. it just seemed like, okay, this is the time that this we need to. Yeah. I just thought, man, this, this is a great resource. He's got a book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It's got a workbook that goes along with it. And then he's got a daily devotional guide as well. And so I thought, you know what? COVID, sometimes we're together, sometimes we're spread apart. It's easy to lead somebody and guide someone through something when we're together, but we might not be together as much. And so this was just a really practical resource that you, someone can go through on their own. It has guided times each day. And so I thought, man, let's make sure first and foremost that our staff and leadership are in a healthy place so that they can then in turn help call others into a healthy place. That's good. You, um, what, is your, what does your routine look like in this area of your life? Because I, I, you're a big routines guy. Mm -hmm. I've noticed that about you, um, you know, just big on personal care. What does that look like for you? Obviously, you work out. Um, I think everybody can see that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 what does what what does that look like for you? Just on a daily basis, on a you know monthly, you know by 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 yearly basis, whatever. What does that look like? Yeah. So for me, the the whole thing plays together, you know. And so to to pretend like I can be healthy mentally, if I'm not healthy physically or vice versa. And maybe some people can, mm -hmm. I just can't. Mm -hmm. The whole thing plays together. And so for me, it, it, but it doesn't look like the same routine week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, year out. Um, for a number of reasons. Um, one, I just think our bodies change. I think mm -hmm. our life circumstances mm -hmm. change. You know, you come out of COVID, you need something. You come out of a huge leadership transition in your life, you need something different. You go through a loss in your family, you need something different. And so for me, the one thing that is consistent, at least twice a year, I try to sit down and evaluate my own health in those mm. areas. How am I doing mentally? How am I doing emotionally? Um, I normally don't have to think about that one that much because my wife lets me know regularly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she'd probably love to be on this podcast as well. Uh, she'd be the first to tell you, you don't have all that figured out as much as you actually think. Um, and, then, and then how are you doing uh, physically? Sure. And in those areas. And so I kind of evaluate in each one of those areas. And then based on, am I satisfied with where I am? And then I'll put goals in place. And then I say, okay, what do I need to do mm. to evaluate, so, mm. uh, you know, to move myself in this direction with my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual life, and then in my physical health. And so for me right now, I'm in a season where I've said, okay, I, I really want to, um, we've gone through some challenges, right? In the yeah. last few years. So we'll just, we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. I have found that um, it's easier for me to rise to the occasion in hard things when I push myself through hard things. Mm. So you mentioned in good shape. I, you know, that kind of comes as a byproduct of I intentionally just put myself through a pretty hard physical routine because it helps me mentally in the midst of other That's difficult good. challenges. And so then mentally I know, well, wait a minute, I can do that. So I can handle this. 
You know what you that know? sounds like? That sounds like you wrestled a time or two in your life, man. <laughs> Here we go with that. Again. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that, and I, that might not work for everybody, sure. but I do want you to hear me say, I think it works for more people than, than realize it. Mm. And I don't think most people have heard that enough. Mm. And so I, I think our bodies were made to do work yeah. by God. Yeah. And I think our world is a lot different now than it was 50 years ago, much less 100 years mm. ago. And so when we just sit stationary day in and day out and our bodies don't do it, I think we shouldn't be surprised that they don't feel good when mm -hmm. they're not actually doing what they were made to do. I mean, mm -hmm. simple science shows that our bodies produce chemicals when we lift heavy things yeah. <laughs> that, that help us feel better. So, so that being said, I do. I do push myself physically, but then that in turn then plays into the mental health for me, which then also plays into emotional health. Now, emotional health, so there's a, a pretty clean tie scientifically between physical health and mental health, right? Mm -hmm. Emotional health is a little bit different in that how we're raised can just have a huge impact. When we're talking mm. emotional health, we're talking about things like how well are we handling conflict? Sure. How well are we setting boundaries yeah. in our life? Yeah. Um, one of yeah. the things Pete talks about for those of us that follow Jesus are we can actually use God to run from God. Mm. And so in my busyness, I can just be so busy that I don't actually take the time that I need to connect with God, which, which then impacts my spiritual health. Yeah. And so you asked a question about my routine. I mean, I, I don't know, this is probably boring for most, you know, physically right now, I, you know, I'm lifting weights three days a week. I'm running three days a week. I'm doing yoga two days a week. And then I'm on a wrestling mat whenever I have time. So, which isn't as much right now, you know, during the spring. But so, you know, that's the physical side. Um, on the spiritual side, it looks like a consistent time in scripture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, reading books are good, um, but I, that's not my spiritual time. That's sure. actually more my mental and emotional health. So for me, I just, I have regular time, ideally daily, where I'm just sitting down and consuming scripture. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot, yep. if I'm honest. I mean, I yep. maybe read three chapters in the Bible a day for myself. That's probably more than 95% of people. Though. Well, I mean, that, that and, yep. but, and then for the emotional, uh, or and then for the mental side, I um, when I'm doing those walks and those runs that I told you about, that's mm -hmm. when I'm consuming things, usually on Audible or Blinkist. Yep. Um, it's just, you know, whether it's leadership, different aspects of spirituality, um, you know, I like to stretch and, you know, push myself thinking through other things entrepreneurially wise. And so, you know, podcasts, you know, that's kind of how I treat the mental side. And then emotionally, um, that's probably the one that I don't do the best with and that I need the, the best work. And so, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually, um, my wife and I just had a conversation last night uh, and I had a conversation about a month ago with our elders. Like, you know what, it's been a rough few years. I'm probably due like some real professional counseling. Yeah. And um, so maybe we can update on that at another time. <laughs> but I know I've got some work to do there. Yeah. I'll say this, man. Um, you said it, it, this might be boring to people. It's not, man. I, I think the fact that you have such a well-thought-out routine of knowing how these different things impact you, that's the battle right there. Yeah. Because, again, you said this. It's different for everybody. Your yeah. Life circumstances are different. If I had asked you this 10 years ago, you may not have had a routine, yeah, but, yeah. but but if you did, it would have been different because right. you're in a different space. And so I, I just, you know, 
I think for someone who's who's starting to get more and more serious about this journey, yeah, that for me that was gold right there. Yeah. Like that was like okay, like you need to keep being intentional about your routine, keep yeah. fine tuning it, like because I, I think we all want to be in a healthy space at some yeah. point. Yeah, I mean, I I. It's, so if you're giving me permission, then then I'll like I'll, I'll run into it a little bit further. But I, I, I really do believe the the most simple one of these to get around is the physical side, mm -hmm. because um, it's the one where the most it most correlates with inputs to outputs. Sure. And as humans, you know, we, there, there's something to um, seeing progress, mm -hmm. and then feeling progress. Mm -hmm. And when you do something that you haven't done before, mm -hmm. whether it's just lifting five more pounds or doing mm -hmm. one more repetition or walking one more mile, you feel good. You just feel good. You feel good. You feel good. <laughs> and not and, and there's there's a couple reasons for that. I mean, one is just man, I did something yeah. I haven't done before. Right. But science, your body literally releases chemicals in That's your crazy. brain, like That's dopamine, that, that make you feel better, and it lasts longer yeah. than if you just were to go shopping yeah. or to. Okay, watch this. You can talk about being unhealthy, that extra drink of alcohol that we might be tempted to take. It or lasts a cupcake. Like, what about the cupcake? Cupcakes, cupcakes. exactly. Cupcake. But it costs less, yeah. and you feel better for longer. And then that feeds over into the mental. And you're like, okay, wait a minute. I'm making progress here. I can make progress over here. And I, I'm just telling you, in this life, right now, at the pace that everything's moving, you're either moving forwards or you're moving backwards. Mm. And so if you're not careful, um, a week turns into a month, a month turns into six months, six months turns into a year, and like we said at the beginning of the episode, then you're like, well, I guess I'm just supposed to be down. No, right. you're not supposed to be down. Right. We're not made to live like, live life that way. But see, here's the thing. We don't always correlate our depression, so to speak. Like you hear people, man, I'm depressed about this, with these other aspects. Right. And it's like, man, if you're in a space where you're exercising regularly, you're listening or reading to encouraging things that are stretching your mind. Like for yeah. you, it's entrepreneurship and mm -hmm. leadership. For someone else, it may be you want to be a chef. It's how to, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it's it's that kind of stuff. It's feeding your spiritual man or woman yeah. with encouraging things. We choose to use the Bible, like. Of course, that's going to impact you. Yeah, that's and, right. And of course, that's going to. But but we don't always correlate that. Yeah, and so that's good. Yeah, and you, you know, I kind of went off on a on the on the physical side there, no, and, and so yeah. I, you know, again, we've talked about this. I'll say it every episode. My hope is is that folks love joining into this, whether they believe what we believe about who Jesus is or not. But I will tell you, I mean, the Bible tells us that we are transformed. Yep. by the renewing of our mind. Come on, come on, come and, on. In the world, and so like, let's just, so let's just say we believe that. Yep. You don't even have to believe the Bible, but let's say we believe. What that says is, if that weren't true, marketing wouldn't exist, mm. right? So somebody out there is making a lot of money because they believe that, and I promise you a lot of people out there doing marketing don't follow Jesus. <laughs> All right, we've seen, we've seen it, right? And so like, what gets into our mind literally has the power to change us mentally, emotionally, psychologically, what we do, what we think, what we want, what we believe, the story that we live out. And so you can either trust everybody else out there in the world who has an agenda mm. for you and mm. your life and your resources. Sure. And they don't care. Most don't. Or you can feed yourself spiritually 
God's Word. Yeah. And man, I'm just telling you, if people just had a simple plan in place that says, I don't even know what I believe, but I'm going to, but I mean, I mean, the Bible's the number one bestseller. I mean, there's something in there, right? Uh -huh. So I'm just going to start consuming a tad bit of this mm -hmm. every day. And then I'm going to track what I do physically, which mm -hmm. science shows impacts mental and emotional health, mm -hmm. certainly psychological help, mm -hmm. health. Um, and I'm just going to try to do a little bit more tomorrow, a little bit more. You don't have to do what I do. You don't have to do what Leonce Crump does, right? Mm -hmm. You don't have to do mm -hmm. you know, what Wade does. Mm -hmm. But just do a little bit more for you. Yep. And then do a little bit more the next week and a little bit more the next week. If you would just get, if we would just get those two things right, I'm convinced that our culture and our society would move in a direction of health like never before. I love it. I love it. Um, okay. I'm going to go back to physical for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> right. How much you throwing up on that bench? No, 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 no. We... Not as much as when I was half my age. I'll tell you that right now, man. Wrestling's uh, it's hard on them shoulders. Sure. So, but I mean, I still sure. do it. But no, I, I I don't even know. I I don't max anymore. You're not maxing. No, not not a one rep max. You know yeah. the way I the with the routine that I'm in right now. I kind of do a, I track what I do, and then my goal each week is to do, in one of the three sets that I'm tracking, at least one more rep with the same amount of weight mm. or. I'm moving up five pounds. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I'm in a good spot right now. For the last uh, 12 weeks, I've taken two weeks off in the last 12 weeks from the lifting. And, I've, you know, each one, I've been able to hit that goal each week, moving up somewhere, somehow. That's good. So, that's good. But man. not, but my real answer would be not as much when, as when I was half my age. That's good. Um, but you know what, though? I, I mean, I see life lessons in everything. It's like you're in a different season in life. That's right. You got different goals in mm -hmm. life. You know what yep. I mean? And so I think it's okay for us to say, hey, I can't do things the way I used to do things, yeah. but I'm doing things in a different way. Yeah. And it's making me better for it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I'll tell you one physical goal I've got my, my oldest son is 14 years old. And so it's, I got to stay ahead of him as long as I possibly can. Hey, listen, so now he, he puts in that work. I see the, the, the pictures <laughs> and videos. You, he puts in that work. He does. He's got, <laughs> he, he loves to work. And his twin sister is just like him. And they got a younger brother. You know, he's a little younger. So we keep him out of the gym a little bit. But he, um, no, they do, man. So I'm doing math equations. Like, yeah. okay, what do I got to do? I know where he is to make sure that if he's going to, because he's going to go up faster than mm -hmm. I am, and I at least got to get him out of the house before he catches up to me because <laughs> I'll never hear the end of it. So at least I got four more years I got to hold him Well, on. my son, my oldest son came home and challenged me to a game of one-on-one because I've been beating him for years and I always talk trash to him. But yeah. he's like, Daddy, I think I can get you now. I'm like, hmm. Even if you can, I'm not letting you. That's right. That's right. <laughs> One of us will get injured before it happens. That's go. what I told my son. You go. No, it's good, man. It's good. Um, anything else you wanna you wanna share with the people on just this topic, mental, emotional, spiritual, just being healthy. You know, I, I I'm not gonna quote Ray um, specifically here, but I I love what he says in his book, or, or at least that he recognizes that. If you don't have hope in your life, mm. you're not going to make it very far. Mm. And you're certainly not going to be able to add value to other people. And so, man, I would say um, the, the first thing I would say is just recognize that take some time to recognize you might not be okay. And that's okay. 
And, and when you do, you need to be honest with that. And you need to talk to somebody. Mm -hmm. I mean, heck, we'd, we'd be willing to help somehow. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be a way Absolutely. for you to, to reach Absolutely. out to us. Maybe we'll say it in the close of the podcast. But, um, but evaluate where you are in those areas. To treat them as though they're important because they are. They're literally the only things that we really have, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so how are you doing mentally? How are you doing emotionally? How are you doing spiritually? And then how are you doing physically? That's good. And, and then be willing to put a plan in each one of those areas. Um, I, I could not recommend more reading the Hope Quotient. Phenomenal resource. So pick that up. And then if you're really looking for to go deeper into how you can grow um, in your emotional and spiritual health, because um, this is like a high level, then I would pick up Pete's book. I really would. Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. The book, read, you can read the book. It's got a workbook that goes with it. And then it actually gives you this. You also can get an emotionally healthy day by day. It's a 40-day journey. It has what he calls daily offices. Mm -hmm. um, I, I love Pete. That sounds so boring, uh, a daily office. You know, some of us go to the office. But really, it's just two quiet times that yep. it can walk you through yep. each day where you just spend two minutes in Scripture and thinking through some things. Pick those things up and actually work through them. That will help on the um, mental, emotional, and spiritual side in some really powerful ways. Love this. Jason, man, thank you, brother. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yep. You know, this is this is a near and dear to me. Um, just thankful, man, that, yep. that uh, you're leading us well in this, in this area, man. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Hope in Real Life podcast. If this content was valuable for you, don't forget, like, subscribe, share. You never know how important it could be to bring a little hope into someone else's life. Uh, there's even a place here for you to comment. We would love to hear from you and hear your feedback. Until next time, let's keep sharing hope.